Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. Your host, Mr. Jono Petrahilos, currently generates over a million dollars a year selling his online courses. And now he teaches you how to do the same. Along with listening to our podcast, make sure to join the Course Creator Community Facebook group. It's one of the largest and most engaged Facebook groups in the space. You'll find the link in the show notes. Anyway, let's get to today's show. All right. Hello, everybody. Jono from the Course Creator Community. I can't wait to get into this week's episode. Just before I do, I want to mention for everyone out there that is still creating their course, or even if you haven't started creating your course yet, before you go any further, I actually have a free guide or a free mini course, which is all about how to create your first online course. So if you're in that position there, um, go and register for that course. It's free and it'll show the system that I recommend. Okay, I'll put the link down in the show notes. It'll be something like, you know, how to create your free online course. Uh, Go and check it out. Anyway, let's get to today's episode. I've got a guest this week all the way from Europe. I don't do many uh, European podcasts because the time difference is just so different. I'm an early bird and it's, you know, the times are, are bad. But for this person here, it's such a hot topic that I'm like, you know what? I'm staying up past my my work curfew to to do this podcast here. Um, A little bit about this person. Her specialty is helping course creators build high converting quizzes. She's based over there in, in France, I believe, but she's English. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only uh, Miss Kylie Carlson from the Quiz Funnel Formula. Kylie, how are you? What a lovely intro. Thank you so much. I'm good. And yes, it is early in the morning here, but I'm like you. I'm an early bird as well. So it's all good. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. And just to confirm, I I should have checked this before. Kylie Lang or Kylie Carlson? Because your Zoom says one, your Facebook says the other. Yeah, no, I am Lang because I'm now embracing my married name. It's only taken me about four years, but I finally got around to it. So awesome. I am actually now going by the name of Kylie Lang, but not everything is, I've remembered to change. So it's all, all good. good. All good. I'll title this episode Kylie Lang anyway. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right, Kylie, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? Sure. Of course. I think my favorite one, and this is one I share pretty much with all my students and all my audience, is done is better than perfect. I think we all procrastinate so much over so many things. And I am not a procrastinator. I'm kind of the opposite. (laughs) So this absolutely and completely sums me up. Done is definitely better than perfect. Yes, I love that one myself. And it's not even like, because kind of like the way I look at that, I'm 30 something years old. And I'm not perfect at anything. So if I waited to get something perfect, I'm going to be spending 30 years trying to perfect that thing. And it's not going to be helping anyone. Whereas if I just get it done, okay, it's not perfect, but I'm going to be helping people along the way, which is better than perfect. So definitely. And as course creators, I see this all the time. Mm. And one of the ways we put this into practice is When you launch a course, you don't have to have it fully written Mm -hmm. and fully perfect to launch it. You actually just need to have that first module done and launch it. Get it out there. Done is better than perfect. And then do it as you go along. It's one of the things I've always taught people to do is just get it out there. You can course correct on the way. You can make your tweaks. You can test on the way, but just get it done. Don't hold yourself back. Agree, and I'll I'll expand on that as well. I think with because especially with course creation, 
your first course is going to be bad either way. If you spend, yes. let's, let's say you spend a year, right, which most course creators do from idea to, to end is at least a year. You spend a year doing it and then you realize it's not as good as what it should be. You're like, ah, oh, I got to change this and I've got to redo that and people want this and people, you've spent a year, you've wasted a year. I mean, you've learned something, so it's not horrible, but like you've wasted a year. What would be better is do that in three months, right? And then you learn in the, and then improve it there. So it's like, in the, if you, I think that two, if you look at it in two different ways, it's like, okay, spend a year to get it perfect, right? Or yeah. do it in three months and then fix it up in three months and then fix it up in three months and then fix it up in three months. Either way, you're at a year, either way. But I guarantee that person that did it in three months is going to be so much further ahead than the person that did it in 12 because they've essentially got four versions of it out there. Whereas that person that tried to be perfect has just got their first one. Well, can I tell you a little story? So I have a digital course company, which is why I moved on to quizzes. Um, And I started it 13 years ago in Australia because I was living in Melbourne at the time. Um, I did live in Melbourne for 10 years. And my very first course was a wedding planning course. And we won't go into the details as to why, (laughs) but it was before the digital revolution. So Mm -hmm. this course was being sent out in an A4 folder through Australia Post after having gone and got it printed to Officeworks. Now, the thing is, when I decided to write this course, I'd never written a course before in my life. I just decided this was what I was going to do. Two months into writing it, I was bored, senseless, no motivation whatsoever. So I thought, Kylie, how can you sell this thing? How can you motivate yourself to do it? I thought, I need some students. So I went out and I sold it. And with just two modules completed, I had 10 students and this grew as I was going along. As they were finishing one module, I was finishing the next one for them. And this is how it went on. And that's how I completed my first course. And that was 13 years ago. I'm still going. That digital course company is still running. It kind of runs itself and they wheel me out every now and again (laughs) for webinars. Um, But it's still going. It's still doing well. And it's now 10 courses down the line. So if ever I could believe in a mantra, done is better than perfect. That is actually a living example of that happening. I'd never done it before. I wasn't going to hold myself back, but I needed some motivation to get going. So did the best thing possible, sold it, got students on it. And you'll be amazed how much that motivates you to get going. I can tell you. hundred percent. I think it's a great message for course creators on a couple of different things. Yes. It motivates you to get going. I also find it more fun. I hate my, my most hated thing is actually creating those PowerPoints and recording in front of no one. That's, and that's what I do as well. I'm like, all right, I got a course. I got no motivation. I just got to sell this and then I'll go, then I'll teach it live to people. It's just for me anyway, so much more, many different things. It's like, okay, now you've actually got to do it. Now you've got some accountability. I like doing it live as well. So it's yeah, like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like, now it's like, all right, from, you know, 12 PM Monday, I got to have this thing ready, you know, so I got to do the slides beforehand and then 12 PM, I know I'm going to get it done. So it's a nice, it's a nice deadline, but it's not a crazy deadline. It's not like, no. all right, you can have this 12 module course finished by Monday. It's not that. No, and you have to be realistic as well. You can't set yourself unrealistic goals. You, you have to allow yourself a little bit of leeway, but mm-hmm. You know, like you said, you don't have to have all 12 done all at once, especially if you're doing it like you do one a week. <laughs> yeah. And if you, you know what, if you know your staff, if you're an expert in your given topic, it's actually not that difficult to talk about. It's more about mm. formulating the ideas than anything else. Yes, I agree. Awesome. All right. Well, good little tangent there. 
Let's speak yes. about <laughs> quizzes. It's it's a hot topic. I hear it about is. them all the time. I know absolutely nothing, nothing, Kylie. I know okay. nothing about, yeah, nothing. So this will be a good education experience for me. Um, let's start with the why. Before we even get to how to set it up, what do you do, yada, yada, yada. Let's just, why would you do a quiz? Is it to get leads? Is it to get sales? Do we do it organic? Do we do it paid? What can you tell me about the why about quizzes? Why would it be a good idea for a course creator to do your free bootcamp, which is coming up, and we'll put the, the link in the, the show notes. But why would a course creator uh, get a quiz together? Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Okay, so there's, <laughs> you touched on a lot of things there. Um, I'm going to start off with the why behind a quiz over every other lead magnet out there. Because as course creators, we all know you've got to have one of those really unsexy things called a lead magnet. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's just what it is. But what's happened is over the last couple of years, since we've all been locked up, everybody's gone online. Mm. And we've now got really, really used to seeing freebies thrown at us from pretty much every single site you go on to there's always a a checklist a guide a cheat sheet a swipe file you know they're just everywhere and it's almost becoming harder now to give something away for free than it is to actually sell something of value yeah so that's so true it it really has started to happen and lead magnets as pdf something that's static passive whatever you want to call it just aren't hitting the mark anymore because mm. they're not holding people's attention. Yeah. So these where quizzes come in. Quizzes, they're interactive, they're fun, yeah. they're quick. They can yeah. give you an instant win. They can give you value. They can segment and they have high conversion rates. So I'll go into each of those in a little bit more detail so you understand why. Mm. So think about the last time you were on Facebook, how many times have you got waylaid by something where it says, I mean, for me, this would work. What Harry Potter house would oh, you yeah. be? Yeah, yeah. Or what Squid Friends character are you? What Watch Game Squid... of Thrones character? Yes, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always yeah. Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, anyway. I'm usually Theon, they give me. <laughs> there you go, see? But we, you know why we do that? Because we, as humans, we have this thirst for self-knowledge. Mm. So we want to find out something about ourselves. So a quiz allows you to do that. So I want you to, having just told you about the BuzzFeed style quizzes, that's not the type of quiz you want to create for your business because Mm -hmm. a BuzzFeed quiz is literally all about eyeballs. There's no connection. There's no audience building. There's no nurturing. There's Mm -hmm. no giving of value at the end of it. There's no results that really give you something meaningful. It's just, hey, you're in Gryffindor or whatever, or Mm -hmm. you're Jon Snow, whatever it might be. Um, So with these types of quizzes, What we're doing is not only are we teaching our audience about themselves, we are learning about our audience too. Mm. So you show me another lead magnet, 
that teaches you about your audience. So there is this information gathering that goes on within a quiz on both sides, but only if you do your questions properly. And we'll talk about questions in a moment. But that's one of the reasons why quizzes are so popular. And if you go back even further, when we used to do this thing called picking up a magazine, a real live magazine, <laughs> and actually look through it, there'd be quizzes in there. And we them. would take those yeah. quizzes because we couldn't help it. So they're ingrained into us. So they work really, really well. But the mm. idea behind them is that you want to be able to do super targeted marketing. Mm. Now, as a course creator, when we launch our course, isn't it easier to launch it to a warm audience rather than a cold audience? Oh, yes. And what a quiz does, when you've, when you've written it and you've tested it, it's one of those things that goes on on autopilot. So it's an evergreen thing that just, it can keep going in the background all the time, teaching you more and more about your audience. But as you're nurturing them, because you found out this information about them. So let me give you an example. Let's say you are doing a course all about how to get visible. And you know that the overriding question that your audience has is, how do I get visible? How do I get myself out there? Now that's a really generic question, yeah. but your results are going to break that question down into more detailed segments of what might be stopping somebody from getting visible. So it might be, you've got this ideal client who says, I want to get visible. The reason I'm not getting visible is because I've got no confidence or I don't know what to say. So there's going to be different things that are stopping that person from moving forward. And that's what you tackle in the results. So it gets very personal. And through the questions you ask, you're going to know which outcome is going to be relevant to that person. Now, the clever part of this comes in, in the fact that this information can then be exported or mapped across into whatever CRM you're using. Mm -hmm. Now, your CRM is obviously where you send out your emails. It's going to be your email platform. So it could be Active Campaign, ConvertKit, Infusionsoft, whatever you use. And you are going to map that information across into that platform and then start using that information back at the person who took it. Now, what that's doing is it's making them feel seen. It's making them feel heard. It's making them feel like you actually get them and you're not just sending out this generic email that goes out to every single person that took the quiz. You're getting super specific with them. It also means when you tag them into different outcomes, you could pull up a tag and say, right, I've got this blog post that is absolutely relevant to people that are lacking in confidence, mm -hmm. for example. And you only send that information out to them. You might have another one that talks about how you can find out what your topics of expertise are and how you can talk to people about different things. You'd send that out to the people who were interested in that type of information. So by getting really targeted, you are really warming your audience up. You are building that no like trust factor. You are getting them to the point where they are much more willing to convert because you've given them value. Now, when it comes to your results, you've got to be really careful because you don't want to shoot them down in flames and make them feel like crap when they realize, oh my God, I've got no confidence on this, that, and the other. No, you need to identify where the issue lies, but then empower them a little bit, make them feel that actually this is something that can be overcome. And here are some steps to help you overcome that. So it's about giving them a quick win. It's not about saving the world. It's not about giving them everything all at once. It's a quick win. So what your quiz is doing is it's giving them the what, but not the how. 
The how is your paid product, your course. That's what the how is. So you give them a couple of really easy wins that they can do the minute they've got their results. Then you continue that nurture process by very value-driven emails that actually talk to their specific pain point. All right. I want to give a quick shout out to this week's sponsor, which is the Book Writing Blueprint, which is hosted by my friend, Jesse Beyer. Now, if you're a course creator, I'm sure the thought has crossed your mind before. Ooh, should I write an online book? How do I write an online book? Where are the ben- What are the benefits? Where do I start? If that's the case, this is the program for you because Jesse's created it. It's not just any, you know, how to author a book program. It's catered specifically for the online entrepreneur, service provider, course creator. So the process will therefore be easy for you to write and easy for people. Then the book will be easy for people to read as well. And the whole goal is so that you can share your message more and also increase your business revenue too. And the best part, it's currently on special. If you go via the link in the show notes, my link uh, down there, you're going to get it for just $37. Plus you get a whole heap of bonuses as well. I'm not going to read them all out here, but if you, you go to the website there, there's going to be bonuses that help you with um, help with the selection of your book topic, help you edit your manuscript, um, writing prompts to get inspired there's all these videos with other authors a whole heap of good stuff there so link is in the show notes check it out so this is the value of quizzes this is why quizzes work so well above every other lead magnet out there and we've not even spoken about conversion rates so (laughs) conversion rates for a lot of lead magnets tend to be between 25 to 30 percent is a good conversion rate for a lead magnet someone lands on the page and yep 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 yeah, Absolutely. So they get to your yeah. page yeah. and they look at it and they go, nah, can't be bothered. Or they look yeah. at it and go, oh, yes, please. Conversion rates there tend to be between 25 to 30%. Yeah. Yeah. With the quiz, you don't take their email address until they've done all the questions. By which time, mm. if you've done this ah, well, they're so excited, gotcha. they want to know what their results are. Yeah. So the conversion rate, one we did recently, their conversion rate is up at 67%. It's insane. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Because you've done all that work. It's like, man, I've answered all these questions. It's almost yeah. a waste if I don't give you my email now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you've done your job properly. Yeah, yeah. So that works really well. And then you asked me a question about should you just be driving organic traffic or mm. paid ads? It works really well for both because with organic traffic, one of the things about a quiz is it's quite easy to get it reshared. So mm. if you're telling somebody insight, something insightful about themselves, how many times have you seen people reshare BuzzFeed quizzes? Yeah. They do. So if you give, make it easy for them to reshare their results, if those results okay. are really poignant to them, they'll reshare it. Friends of theirs will see it. Other colleagues will see it. Other yeah. people with similar issues will see it. So, I mean, that's one way of organic, driving organic I'll, traffic. I'll jump in there. for. I just had an idea there. Yeah. I'm a Facebook group guy, you know? I'm like, yeah. maybe well, I could I'm do that. Yeah, well, well, maybe I, you know, maybe I do a quiz and maybe one of the things is, you know, hey, share this on the, the Course Creator Community Facebook group, you know, and then it's just every week there's someone will share it and then someone, yeah. and then people are going to be like, ah, all these other people, are, I got to get in this quiz, you know? So it can be a good way to, if you've got a Facebook group and you, you know, you don't have everyone's email there or you want to get more specific, even you mentioned a good point market research, that could be a good way for me to be like, all right, how can I, because, and actually I'll I'll jump on, I like the email segmentation because not only are you sending people really targeted emails, it'll probably drop your unsubscribe rate because it's like, now it's like, let's say you were going to send out, say you, whatever, you send out three emails a week and it's, it's on, you know, 
three emails a week and one top let's i'll just use myself as an example let's say for example i'm going to send out three emails a week on how to grow your facebook group but maybe i know that half the people on my list aren't interested in a facebook group if i send that to everyone on my list the people that aren't interested again even though i've got other stuff that can help them this guy's talking about a facebook group unsubscribe but if i know that i'm only sending this to the people that are tagged facebook group my open rates are going to be higher my unsubscribe and then the next week if i send something more about selling your course via Facebook ads, okay, great. I'll just send it to these people here. So yeah. I love that. Yeah, and actually, sorry, sorry. Can I jump on a relevant. second? Well, just just before I forget this, um, if you're a new course creator, I think this is powerful as well because you do that okay. quiz, and then that can be your sales. A couple of things. A it can be your sales page. You know, all the things that people are typing for their or entering for their their, their you know, why you're not visible or whatever. That's your sales page. If you know that nine out of 10 people are saying, you know, because I'm shy. Okay. You're going to learn how to overcome shyness. You know, you know, the next thing is whatever, you know, know, whatever it is, you know, that's the next bullet point there. And it's, and even if it's just, yeah, I think it's great for, uh, if you haven't created your course, it's just a great way to get market research too. Oh, definitely. I would 100% agree with that. And you're getting market research at the same time as getting traffic, which is, you know, there's not nothing else out there that does the same thing. And specificity and really, really knowing and understanding your audience is just so, so powerful mm-hmm. because, as you say, it gives you so many things. It, it allows you to really understand your audience for starters. And for those people that do already know their audience, your big overriding question, that generic topic that I spoke about at the beginning, which is going to be the lead in to your quiz you should know that by the questions your audience ask you on a regular basis. So the first place you go for inspiration is something like your FAQs. Mm. You know, if you know you're getting asked questions all the time, or you know that there is something that if you've got a Facebook group like you have, if you know there's something that people ask you about all the time or talk about all the time, or if there is a topic you've done a live on that has particularly hit a raw nerve, you know that could potentially make a really good quiz topic and then you expand on it from there you break it down into those other elements as well but it's huge for market research and the sooner you can actually get a quiz out there the better on all fronts because you just learn so much it's i mean don't get me wrong again done is better than perfect don't procrastinate over it because you will change it and exactly the same as we said about your first course your first quiz will be crap it will take you a while to you know really iron out the kinks and to get it to a point where it's converting well but the other good thing about that is unlike other lead magnets when you when you go to a landing page of let's say a cheat sheet and it's not converting very well it's very hard to find out where the leak in the bucket is you yeah. don't you know you can't test it whereas with a quiz you can go in the back end of your quiz platform and go oh they're all dropping off at question number seven they obviously yeah. don't like question number seven so let's change question number seven and see if that makes a difference do you see what i mean oh, it's much much easier um, and then obviously you can, if, if they're just not taking it in the first place, you know that probably <laughs> that question you're asking isn't actually hitting the right yeah. nerve. It's not quite getting to those pain points. So there's there's so much easier ways to be able to understand where things are falling down or where they need tweaking and changing. And when you do that, my biggest piece of advice, 
only ever change one thing at a time because otherwise you don't know which thing it was that was causing the problem in the first place so don't be tempted if there's a couple of questions where the drop-off is occurring don't be tempted to change them all at once one thing at once test that see what happens go back and do it again so it's quite easy to do that love that okay and paid (laughs) does it work facebook ads as well kylie or is it more a a warm audience thing oh no this is where the gold comes in so facebook ads running quiz ads is the cheapest kind of ad you can possibly run so when we were doing it for our digital course company and i'll use that as the example because obviously it's relevant to your audience we have a quiz running called what's your hidden wedding planner talent now there's two things going on there with that headline curiosity based and the words hidden and talent work really well Yes. <laughs> so there's a few things going on there. Um, but our cost per lead is down at 10 cents per no. lead. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 thought, I thought you were going to say $10. And I'm like, yeah, I, I can do about $10. That's not great. But 10 no. cents. Yeah. Wow. I can even show you a screenshot. And I do in my boot camp. I show people a screenshot of my Facebook ad account so they can actually see what I'm talking about. That's crazy. It is insane. I'm so, sorry. I'm doing a good camp. <laughs> I'm gonna, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to get off this call. I'm going to try and do one on my own. It's going to be crap. And then I'm going to message you and be like, Kylie, you know, get me in your program or teach me something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, wow. Now, okay. Is that normal though, Kylie? Or is it just that you've you've got the audience impact? You've, you know, like um, say if, if a newbie was to do a Facebook ad with a okay quiz, what would you say an average rate would be there for an ad you can absolutely get it down to between a dollar and a dollar 50 without too much problem to get it down in the way i have yes you've got to know know your your audience audience. i've had that quiz out there for a couple of years now but this is what i mean i don't do anything with that quiz it's been like that for about three years now it's the same quiz we just it just goes on autopilot. And I think in the last 18 months, we just hit 14,000 leads that have gone through that quiz. So wow. it's insane the amount of traffic it generates. And wedding planning is quite a niche area. It's not like it's, yeah. you know, hugely popular, but yeah. we get a lot of people through that quiz. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of things going on there. You've got to know how to create a clickable headline. Yeah. And that's no different, really, to email subject lines, yeah. to blog post titles yep. we all know that the subject line or the headline yep. is the thing that catches people's attention so that is the thing that you don't be tempted to skip over that mm. and also i always say to people i would love to see you come up with a minimum of five different topic titles um just purely because you've got to test them yeah. and you never it's often the one you don't think will work is the one yeah. that does work so, so let, let me just get my head around that, Kyle. Are you saying yeah, like yeah. five different quizzes, com- five different complete no. quiz? Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm saying five different versions of the t- of the title gotcha. of the quiz. So where I told gotcha. you mine was, what's your hidden wedding planner talent? Yeah. We trialed four other versions of that, gotcha. which didn't do as well. And that so- one got all the leads. It did. And we also tested it in our Facebook group as well. So we went into our Facebook group and said, we're thinking of creating a quiz, which title would appeal to you the most? And that one won hands down. So Mm. it was interesting to get, always ask your audience. Yeah, They're the people you're selling to. 
So they're going to know better than you do what it is they're thinking and what's going to appeal to them. Your audience are gold. This is why quizzes work so well, because it's your audience telling you what it is they want, telling you what it is they're struggling with, but in a fun way, in a way that makes them want to give you that information. And that's the important part here. Mm. And questions, your questions, now your questions aren't the first thing you do. Actually, your results are the first thing you do because Ooh, you can't know what questions to ask until you know what the outcomes yeah. are going to be. Yeah, so you yeah. start at the end and work your way backwards. But I will just give you a little bit of detail about questions. So you, you have three different types of questions. You have what we call your diagnosis questions. You have your non-diagnosis questions, which are purely there for fun, fun and fluff. And then you have your, visual, uh, your visualization questions. So your diagnosis questions are the ones that are going to give you that juicy information. So they're the mm -hmm. ones that are going to give you the gold. They are the important ones. So this is where you're using the answers from those questions to segment your audience. And you would usually gotcha. have a good four or five of those to, if you want quality information you need to make sure you're using a good four you, or five of those questions. quick quick question here kylie when yeah. you and i know the answer is probably going to be it depends but could i when i get that person into my crm into my active campaign do i am i able to tag them with the answers to all of those diagnosis questions or do they only get like or okay great it's not just hey you're the you can, you can choose so yeah, for example yeah. i mean you have to have the right quiz platform obviously yeah, yeah. um but you can choose which questions you map across so you yeah, create yeah. custom for example in active campaign you would create custom fields so gotcha. you would create a header that was called quiz then yep. you would create custom fields underneath that and decide which questions are important to you to map across now i bring gotcha. all mine across just because yeah um sometimes i want to do the fun questions so the the fun questions you've got to remember this quiz is supposed to be fun yeah. as well as being informative you've got to yeah. keep them engaged so i usually would plant a fun question in around question three or four and another mm. fun one in around seven or eight because i'm keeping their attention so when i say fun i might use something like which of these force anthems could be your business anthem type <laughs> it might yes. be you know i rule the world or you know yeah, um, i want to break yeah. free or you know whatever the hell it might yeah, be and this will yeah, be dependent yeah. upon your audience and what have you i'm an abba fan so naturally all mine are abba based yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. that's just me um and you might another one you might do might be you know out of these pictures which one can you visualize working from the most which would be your perfect office scenario and it might mm -hmm. be somebody sat on the beach with a laptop somebody in a cafe you know it could be anything they're just fun questions they don't really mean anything they don't you know empower you with knowledge but they keep the person taking it engaged yeah. and at the end of the day you can still bring into that email oh my god your anthem is super trooper you are a dancing queen or you know whatever it might be you could um, even so you, you could even questions. get um funny with that where it's like of course when you're sending your email you can because you can insert a field there right where it could yes, be you know yeah. hey kylie you're getting this because you're insert answer to question two you know even though it yeah. could be the same email to everyone i'm just saying you know you're getting this email because you like abba or you're getting this yeah. email because you like you know um bon jovi or whatever right yeah that's right yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. you can gotcha. you can have fun with it because these the, the same email will go out to everybody but based on that custom field will depend on how it's pre-filled 
Now, one thing, always remember to test the emails. Test, 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 test to make sure those custom fields are working. But then there's one final question, type question type that you would use, and that's your visualization question. So what you're also wanting to do, it's a little bit of manipulation here, (laughs) um, is you, you want to try and get your lead to imagine what life with your course would be like. So remember, the reason you studied your business, the reason you're launching your course is because it solves a problem. Your client has a problem, you are the solution. So you want to try and get them to visualize what that would be like. So there's always a couple of more deep-rooted questions in there. Um, One way of doing this might be, you know, if you had an extra thousand dollars in your pocket and you were able to spend it, what would you spend it on, for example? And you can give them different Mm -hmm. ideas which all relate back to you in one way, shape or form. Like it's about what would life look like if you were no longer shy, if you were able to find the words and then you, you, so you're getting them to visualize what that would be like. I'm not shy anymore. I know what to say now, you know, so you're putting you're planting that seed but in a very 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 subtle way so those are your visualization questions as well so it's diagnosis non-diagnosis which is fun and fluff that's my fnf fun and fluff um and you've also then got your visualization questions as well so yes wow lots going on there lots to think about oh so good yes and i recommend everyone listening watch this you know two or three times over but also go and check out check out Kylie's quiz to start with. I'll put it down below. Um, and yeah, also absolutely. check out, yeah, and also check out her programs as well. I'll put all the links down below. So, okay, that gives me a really good picture. I'm super excited. I'm going to try it. It's late over here in Australia, so I'll, I'll get something together tomorrow. What software-wise, Kylie, is, what do I use there? I'm guessing there's specific softwares that are quiz softwares and that type of thing. Yeah, um, there's quite a few that are rearing their ugly heads now. There's um, obviously like anything, when something becomes more mainstream, there's more options around. Um, I've tested a lot of them. The one I use all the time is one called Interact. So the reason I use that is because it plays nicely with other tools. Love it. And this is key. If you really want your quiz to work well, it needs to play nicely with Active Campaign or whatever your chosen CRM is. Does does Interact with Active Campaign? Oh, it's beautiful. It makes me want to try it works so well. (laughs) (laughs) No Zapier? Can I go straight from Interact? You can. The the reason I don't like using Zapier if I don't have to is because it allows an opportunity for things to break. So I try where possible for what we call native integrations. And a native integration is where you literally go from A to B without anything hooking them together in between, which is basically what Zapier does. Um, So obviously that is an option if your quiz tool doesn't directly natively integrate. But where possible, always try and go with native integrations because there's less less chance of things going wrong. All it takes is for that to break. And you're screwed. Your, your information's not going through. It's, it's cheaper so. as well, right? It's like if you're getting oh, a whole yeah. heap of leads coming through, Zapier is going to charge you more, you know. Yeah, but it's like if I can go. That, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. So Interact is native with Active Campaign. It is, yes. yes. And that's what I, mean. I build all of my quizzes on. Um, I know what's really nice about Interact is they're still quite a small company. Um, Josh, who is the owner, is very available. I've spoken to him a few times now. Um, oh, they yeah. really support um, not just 
us quiz funnel strategists but they have a facebook group as well which we're all members of and we help you and give you advice in that facebook group as well so you know there's there's lots of community going on there there's lots of help within it as well so i do love them um there is another one that i'm trialing at the moment called response suite um, now, historically, they have been a survey tool more than a quiz tool, but they are they approach me um, because they're trialing really pushing the quiz side of things and they have a native integration as well with active campaign. So response week is another one that I'm looking at. I can't give you anything definitive on that yet because I'm still in those testing phases, but it might be worth looking at. So far, so good. I'm liking what I'm seeing. Nothing's breaking. Again, it plays nicely with other platforms as well. So I've just joined the Interact Facebook group then. Blimey, you're yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could, you, you, I, you've got me excited on these quizzes, you know. I need to get right in there. Uh, price point, Kylie, for Interact? Um, price point. That's a really good question. Um, you can certainly, you've, there is a free account that you can do, but with the free account, you can't do all the mapping and the integration. You can't do yeah. the um, reporting, which obviously is really important. Now, I think there's one for about $79 a month, which gives you absolutely everything. Okay. But when you look at that based on how many leads you can get, and you can yeah. always do like the annual plans, which are a lot cheaper. They always are. They usually give you two or three months for free when you do an annual plan. Yeah. Um, but all their pricing is on their website. So you can absolutely go and have a look at that. But yeah, highly recommend them. It's also not too difficult to build. I mean, you've got to, you've got to understand the tech when it comes to mapping, but the actual build of the quiz isn't completely out there. It's not so hard that, you know, you can't go and do it yourself. Is it, it kindly like the, you send people straight to the, they'll give you like a landing page sort of thing. It's Yeah, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. You want to embed it on your website because oh. you've got to think you want to drive traffic to your website. You don't want to drive traffic to somebody else's website. Okay. If you're on a podcast like this, which yes. you should be everybody listening, you should be trying mm. to, you know, put your expertise out there. Being on a podcast is one of the best ways to promote your course, because then if somebody says, Oh, what's your freebie and it's your quiz and it's an interact URL with a load of jumbled mm. numbers at the end of it, it's really hard to share. Whereas yeah, with me, gotcha. my quiz is just literally my website name forward slash quiz really easy to share plus you can track what's going on now we all know what's been going on with facebook and ios and all the changes mm. and all the rest of it. let's not get into that Ugh, mm. horrible but mm. if you are tracking from within your site you can have that tracking in active campaign and on your site so you know what people are doing yeah. on those pages so your driving traffic is easy to share and you can track what's going on. So we always embed it onto the web, a website page gotcha. rather than sending people directly to the URL. You can do that, but yep. it's just not as effective for you. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Okay, so we embed it on our page. Um, and I'm guessing is there like, because I'm not a design guy, right? I like simple. Give me a template where I can just type in the, the, the questions and is there something like that or do I actually need to drag boxes and, you know, put rows and columns and that? Or, yeah, how does that so it's work? drag and drop, but it's drag and drop to a point where which of these four question types do you want? And you just yeah. click to add a picture, click to add a picture, click to add a question. It's so easy. The templates are all done for you. Um, so active campaign have active campaign interact have quite a lot of um templates that you can use for inspiration within their library as well which is quite good so awesome. yeah love it okay and then 
the thank you of the quiz. So the the last thing is obviously enter your email to you know get the get the results or whatever. They enter yeah. their email. After that, any tips for the final page? Do we try and sell something there? Do we say, yeah. hey, check out this? No, no selling on that page. No, because you've not built up that trust yet. Mm. It isn't relative to what you've done. And unfortunately, it's pages, not page, because you're delivering results, remember? And those mm. results are going to be different dependent upon what outcome you have. So I have four outcomes, for example, going back to the wedding planner quiz. So you could be a practical perfectionist, a design diva, a savvy shopper, or a confident communicator. Those are the four options. So I have a results page for each option. Gotcha. So there's a little personalized video from me on each one that talks Love about that. each option. Um, there's a little quick, we ident like I said before, we identify what they are. We talk about why that's fun, what the strengths are, you know, how they can yeah. also then implement that within being a wedding planner. We give them a little quick win and then they go, they're funneled straight into the email sequence within that video. I'm also telling them that within about 15 minutes, their personalized quiz report will be winging its way towards them. So remember to check your emails. Gotcha. Several things going on there. I'm teaching them to whitelist my email. Yeah. I'm teaching them to go check their inbox and recognize emails from me. Yeah. And I expand on that results page with a full report, PDF report. Some people will read it. Some people won't read it, but it is it's catering for the different types of personalities there are. Mm. If you've got to the point where you've done the quiz, you give me your email, you have read your email, you're likely to read the report. So the mm. report goes into a little bit more detail and there is a soft sell in that report. And that soft sell is to jump on a call with one of our course consultants and mentors to talk about your goals for becoming a wedding planner. So it's a very, okay. it's a micro commitment. It's not a macro commitment. It's yeah. not selling them. It's just... It's helping to gently push them towards the next step. So. Gotcha. Now, let me just get my head around this. So essentially on the thank you page, you're not giving the full results there. It's just a, a video with a, an overview and essentially saying, hey, you'll get your more detailed report in your email. Yes. I don't do that for my quiz, um, oh. but I do do it for the wedding planner quiz. So there's, okay. there's different things that you can do. And it, I really spent a lot of time understanding, and this is key, it's understanding your audience and what they're going to respond to. Mm. Um, so because I'm dealing with the wedding planner course, I'm dealing with complete newbies who've never run a business before in their life. Um, they're full of questions. So I answer a few of those questions in that report to save my team having to answer the same questions over and over and over and over again and to really get them to the point where, wow, you've given me so much information. I want to get on a call with somebody. It's the obvious next step. Um, with me, I don't do that with my yeah. quiz. It's a higher ticket item for a start, you know, selling quiz builds, selling a quiz course. It's a much higher ticket price. Mm. Um, so I'm still not at that point where I can do that. So I give them a lot more value on the page. Um, and then I build through my emails. So there's different ways of doing it dependent upon your audience, dependent upon your course or your product or service. Um, and it takes a lot of re really drilling down and understanding your audience you have to understand your audience that's the key to this 
And if you are new and you don't understand your audience yet, that will become clear with your quiz, as as we said in the beginning, where you're building that knowledge. And it's okay if you're not hitting the mark straight Mm. off. That's fine. Nobody does. You know, it's it's tweaking. But, oh, my goodness, once you get it to that point where it's just running on autopilot and you're getting people hit and reply to those emails going, oh, my God, you've just described me to a T that's when you know you've hit gold <laughs> and you go, whoa, here we go. And you just let it run. Let it run on autopilot. It's great. But you've got to do the hard work first. And it is hard work. It is the most mm. hard work of all the lead magnets out there. But there's a reason for that. It's the one that gives you mm. most value. So Exactly. And yeah. it's it's almost like the point of difference as well. Because it's kind of like I've been in inter- internet marketing since 2014. And I yeah. haven't put a quiz together because I always put it in the in the too hard, you know. So if, you, if, if you're <laughs> yeah, competing exactly. against me and you do that little bit more work, you're going to have that thing that I don't have because it's that yeah. little bit harder. So um, there's going to be less competition in that space. So I, I love that. Um, awesome. Well, hey, Kylie, that was awesome. That's pretty much all I wanted to cover on on quizzes. There yeah. is is a couple just general questions I like to ask all my guests to to finish That's off cool. with. The first yeah. one is around course platform. So, so many different course platforms out there. I'm curious to hear which one you're currently using or which one you like the best or which one you recommend. What's what's your go-to course platform? Um, I'm on Kajabi. I mm. absolutely love Kajabi. Um, yeah. And one of the reasons I like it is the comments section that you get below every single lesson our community uses that really widely um, mm. and it allows us to really nip things in the bud and it allows people to be really interactive and look at other people's questions, etc. Um, I just, I find it very easy to use as well. I like the fact that I can upload all my videos really easily on there. Um, there's very few outages. It's a professional platform and it works really well for me um, because I've got over I don't know, about 7,000 live students. Um, so I need something that is really robust um, to make sure that we can continue to service our students. But I have tried Teachable and Thinkific as well. And I think they are great options, especially when you're starting off and you're just beginning life because they're more affordable. Yeah. I've also looked at, because I use Thrivecart as a pay um, paying yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you. Couldn't think of the word there. And they've just um they've just put something out there yeah. which is I think it's called Learn. I get it anyway, yeah. um, because it's I'm a pay paid up member of Thrivecart and it is a course platform and you can actually get it now and pay the three hundred odd dollars, whatever it is, and that gives you lifetime access. Mm. And one of the reasons I like Thrivecart is they're always improving. Yeah. So now they've done this platform, they will continue to improve it. So I haven't actually put a live course out on it, but I did play around with it the other day and it was super, super easy. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have all of the um, bells and whistles that a platform like Kajabi has, because obviously Kajabi is also an all-in-one platform mm-hmm. for websites, that type of thing as well. So that's another one that's looking like it could be quite a good option, especially on the cheaper end of the market. Yeah, love that. I'm So I've fiddled with all of them as well. Kajabi yeah. is the best, H- hands down. Kajabi is the best. There's, yeah, there's no, no, no second questions there. The only thing is obviously the price. And it's kind yes. of like... The first right. one's not too bad. I think it's 97 bucks, but 
it's so limited on that for you get you know a handful of courses a handful yeah, of I can't even remember i just know it's a large bill we pay once a year yeah, we're <laughs> but t- i wouldn't change it so it, it's about 400 a month so it's kind of like but it gives you everything it's like if yeah. you if you know that the, it's kind of like I think if you've, if you've got already got a bit of cash, if you're like, all right, I'm comfortable with what I do. A course is just an extension of what yeah. I'm doing. You know, it's the best 400 bucks you're going to spend. Um, but you know, if you're trying to bootstrap it, 400 bucks a month, even though it's the best, you know, yeah. You know, it's kind of like yeah, you might not I be agree. making 400 a month of your, your courses. You know, and if you do, you give, even if you're making a thousand bucks a month from your courses, you give it half away to Kajabi, you know? So it, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. It's by far the best. And if you've got the cash, go for it. Um, if you don't, you know, there's other options out there. I'm the same with Thrivecart. I use that as a, a checkout as well. And I, I jumped on Learn as well. It's good. The one limitation I found to that is you can't actually upload videos on the on the Learn. Yeah, you've, you've got, got to use another platform. You got to, Yeah, Absolutely. you've got to use either. I use YouTube unlisted, but then ads come up and it's just, it's not a thing there. I, I think I can use Vimeo as well, but I think yeah, that's an extra. Can. But that's an extra fee. It's like, well, if I'm going to pay, you know, twenty bucks a year or whatever it is for Vimeo, eh, maybe I'm just better off on going on one of these platforms over there, you know. So I think that's what's I your take on that? There is another that, as far as um, that's concerned, I've had some people, and I do get this argument. Some people have said to me, "Well, I would rather have." my videos hosted on a third party like Vimeo, because then if I want to leave that course platform, that is true. It's dead easy. I don't yeah. then have to, if you don't have backups of all your videos, yeah. which sometimes are the best will in the world, we yeah. don't, Yeah, yeah, yeah. then you've got to doubt. I mean, for me, oh my God, there's about yeah. 200 oh. videos on there. It yeah. would be a nightmare having to yeah. download it all. So that that's the other side of that's that coin. That would be the argument to that. That so. is a good point. That is true. Um, awesome. All right. Final question, Kylie. This is a three-parter. So you're obviously okay. a mentor for plenty of people out there, course creators, wedding planners, quiz people. I'm curious to hear who your biggest mentors have been. And if you could answer this in three different ways, if you could give us a paid mentor to someone that you've paid money to, you've done their course, you've hired them for coaching, consulting, whatever it may be, someone that you haven't paid money to, but you follow them on social, you watch their YouTube videos, look at their Instagram, whatever it may be, uh, and a book that you recommend every course creator should read if they want to be successful at their craft. Okay. Um, book, I would say, Marie Folio, Everything is Figure Outable. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. Now, it's not specific to course creators, mm. but it's about mindset. It's about putting yourself out there it's about done is better than perfect. She says that all the time. And there's just so many gems in that book that you feel like when you finish reading it, you could conquer the world (laughs) and you could do anything. And I think we all need that in our lives. So I would say that for me is huge. Um, One of the people that I absolutely love as a mentor is Ryan Leverskew. Ryan is the quiz funnel grandfather i would call him didn't he with he did and i've done his course the quiz funnel masterclass which is how i know so much about quizzes and Mm. i was also mentored by him as well so i paid a ton of money to him um Mm. it does help that he has one of these lovely voices that you just want to sit and listen to and go he does doesn't he (laughs) but that aside that man has so much knowledge Mm-hmm. um best 10 grand i ever spent absolutely loved working with him 
Um, somebody that I follow that I absolutely admire and love, but I've never paid money to would be Amy Porterfield. I yes. listen to her podcast religiously. I've done a, most of her free webinars and I just think she makes a lot of sense. And I love the guests that she has. Um, and I think she is, because obviously she is all about creating digital courses. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's perfect. To, and you don't even need to pay her. She does give a lot away for free. She has mm. a lot of freebies. Um, great girl. Great girl. She knows her stuff. So yes, there you uh, go. I'm a huge fan of all of them. I, I follow Amy Porterfield. Um, I haven't read Marie Folio's book, but I follow her on social media. I love that phrase that she uses it's just such a good yeah. one um it's great, isn't it? ryan levesque listen to this he was actually the first book i ever purchased on audible I, oh, the I didn't... method was yeah. that the one yeah, yeah. back yeah. in it must have been when was that 2017 oh, 2018 yeah. or something like that, you know, it was... ago, but that was yeah. one of his first things wasn't it yeah the Ask i didn't method. Yeah, I didn't even know what Audible was. Someone told me to download. I think I got a free free credit or something. His yeah. thing popped up somehow. You know, I, I must they might obviously follow my other stuff or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah. this looks like a good book. I had no idea, you know, who he was, you know, was there, listened to it, whatever, you know. And then like I think maybe last or you know, back when I was allowed to travel in 2018 or 19 or whatever. Yeah, remember those um, days? <laughs> yeah, I heard he was at a conference. It was either social media world or traffic and conversions or something and i saw that name and i was like this is that that ask guy that that book that i read i'm definitely gonna check him out and i think he was talking about webinars and and that was sick so yeah i i'm huge fan of all he's absolutely been a huge guiding light for me and he's just so knowledgeable um and very available when you work with him he really he shares everything um so it's been great absolutely brilliant love him (laughs) awesome Awesome. Well, Kylie, that's pretty much everything I wanted to cover today. Um, If someone wants to follow you on social, we're going to put all your links down below to your quizzes, your websites. What's your best social platform for people to connect with you? Are you Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all of the above? Um, None? (laughs) I definitely do Instagram. Um, I have a slight confession to make. I am, as I said earlier, an abaholic and I love doing ABBA reels. I've managed to find ways to turn ABBA songs into business things so from everything to take a chance on me when I was launching a webinar to ring ring why don't you give me a call to get on a call with me I have found every way possible to bring ABBA into my world so Instagram um if you really want to get to know me on a more personal level then Instagram is definitely the way to go it's it's my old name kyliecarlson.co um is my Instagram handle um, but if you want to um, know more about quizzes, then obviously my website is a little more serious. Although I can't say there won't be some ABBA injected in there as well. <laughs> I'll look out for it. Um, awesome. All right, Kylie, that's pretty much all I wanted to cover. Is there anything I should have asked you but forgot to or anything you want to no. finish us off with? No, no, definitely not. I just think that from, I, I'd like to finish off the way I started. You know, don't hold yourself back. Don't put off today what can be done tomorrow. Just go for it. You know, there is, what's the worst that can happen? If you launch your course, launch your quiz, and you don't get anybody, then you start again, you tweak these mm. little things. But if you don't start, you're never going to get to that point. Um, and something my dad always taught me, and my dad's been a big inspiration in my life. He said, Kylie, you've just got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And I just think that's quite good advice because we all are scared to put ourselves out there. 
Um, and those words have always stuck with me ever since I was a, you know, a nipper and in, you know, knee high to a grasshopper. So those words have always inspired me. You do have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Love it. And I'm just writing on my to-do list now, do a quiz. <laughs> Yay. I'm very proud of you. Now you have to go do it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right, Kylie, thank you very much for your time. No worries. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Course Creator Community Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.